Howdy! Welcome to the Disney Parks Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Emma Albertson, and you're listening to episode number 14. The first thing I want to do is just quickly make an addition to my episode 12 podcast where I spoke about Disneyland parks for princess lovers. At the time, I really didn't see any princess-themed rooms in Disneyland California, but I guess I missed one. So in the Disneyland Hotel, they actually do have the fairy tale suite, which has princess artwork up on the walls. So I guess that technically counts as a princess-themed room. So I just want to tell you about that because I didn't tell you about that before. So if you want a princess-themed room in Disneyland California, you can in fact do that. I do not know the prices as it was one of those ones you had to call and ask about, but if you want to check it out, go on the website and the fairy tale suite will be there for you to look at. Moving on to today's podcast. So today I wanted to do something a bit different and it's part of the versus challenges I kind of want to start doing on my podcast every now and then because I have a lot of interest in how the Disney parks compare to each other. And so today I decided to kind of look at price value. I've chosen Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Tokyo and Disneyland California as they all have a kind of similar size. They both have two parks and we're going to look at them and break it down into 10 different experiences and or products and see which part gives us the best value for our money to complete all of those 10 things. Now that said, I know that one of the major factors is getting there because it depends where you live on how cheap or how expensive that's going to be. So that is gonna be completely disregarded. I basically want to start this challenge from the point of view that we're already there. We're at Disney gates. If it's at Paris, Tokyo or California, we're already there. So we're not gonna focus on that. We're purely gonna see the value for our money we can get to do similar things in all three parks. So you can make your guesses and let's dive into it. Okay, so let's get into this. I absolutely love doing things like this and making plans and budgeting and trying to find different ideas and different ways to organize a trip. So this task was super fun for me and I decided to kind of tackle it in this way. So I chose the three parks and I chose those three because they're kind of a similar size and I didn't want to go for Disney World because there's just so much in Disney World, it's a whole different level. So I went for these three parks and We're only going to be focusing on one of the parks and that will be the Magic Kingdom equivalent in each place. And then I came up with a list of 10 things that had to be completed in order for them to fit the same criteria. So number one, I have to buy a pair of Mickey ears. Number two, I have to get ice cream in the shopping district and I have to spend the night at the Disneyland Hotel. So then the following day, I have to pay for a one day ticket for just one park to get in. I have to have some kind of character meal. I have to get some kind of iconic Mickey snack for that park and also a popular drink at that theme park. Also, I have to go to a table service and get a souvenir. And then finally buy some popcorn to watch the show at the end of the night. So those were the 10 things I wanted to stick to for each park. And this is what I found. Place your bets. Which park do you think is going to give you the best value?
Let's begin with the three activities that basically need to be completed the day before the trip. So first on the list was I needed to get some kind of Mickey ears, as as we know, everybody loves to wear them. They have become the ultimate fashion accessory for Disney park hopping, and it just had to be done. So starting off with the Disneyland Resort in California, I went on the Shop Disney official California Disneyland merchandise page and there were lots and lots of options as you can imagine. We're trying to keep it, you know, fair, getting the cheapest option we can. And so here it seemed that the vast majority of Minnie Mouse ears were around $29.99. And that's in US dollars. I've done all of the different prices have been converted into US dollars. So we have a more even playing field to kind of see the difference. So yes, for California, you're looking at around $29.99 for a wide range of Minnie Mouse ears, all different designs, colors, but that was about the cheapest you could get. As for Disneyland Paris, it was slightly less, but also on the official shop Disney Disneyland Paris merchandise page, it seemed to be about $15 for a standard pair of Minnie Mouse ears with a bow on the top. So that's about half the price of California, but that is what it is in Disneyland Paris. So we're gonna put that down as the price. Then finally, in Tokyo Disneyland, they actually have a lot of their merchandise on the official Tokyo Disney website. So I went ahead and looked through there. They averaged at around $13. There were some more high quality ones, around 17, 18, but we went for the cheaper ones. So perfectly acceptable and really cute. So the Minnie Mouse ears there were sequined and they had a big cute ribbon and they were around $13, as I said. So there you go. The cheapest for ears at the moment is Tokyo. Next up, I had to get ice cream within the shopping district. Each of the park has a different shopping district. So in California Disney, we went to downtown Disney and I decided to choose the ice cream shop called Salt and Straw as apparently it's fantastic and it's got lots of good reviews. So I went for just one single scoop of ice cream, honey lavender flavor, and that cost $4.95. So Putting that down in our tally, $4.95 for an ice cream at Downtown Disney. In Disneyland Paris, the best place to get a scoop of ice cream that had the most flavors and majority seemed to be the Haagen-Dazs stand within the cinema in Disney Village. So there it was about $5 for a scoop and I decided to go for Speculose Caramel Biscuit and Cream. If you don't know, Speculose is really popular over in France and Europe. It's a type of caramel biscuit that often comes with your coffee if you order at a restaurant or a cafe, of a cafe. <laughs> and um, so you find that in quite a few different places. And in ice cream, it's especially delicious. I used to get it all the time when I was au pairing in Saint-Tropez. So next up was Tokyo. So Tokyo doesn't have a set Disney shopping district, but they do have Ixpiari. You can learn more about that in episode two of my podcast. So Ixpiari is again a shopping district, but it's got lots of different shops um, and restaurants that serve traditional Japanese food as well as other Western brands. So here I decided to go for Godiva because Godiva is very popular worldwide, but here they do special milkshakes that are mixed with green matcha and matcha green tea is really big in Japan. It's one of the really popular flavors. So I feel like if you're gonna be in Japan, you may as well try a popular flavor like that. And here is a really nice place to get one. This one is a milkshake and not an ice cream, but it's an ice cream shake, okay? So we're gonna go with it. 
and this one as it's a speciality is around $10. So it's gonna set you back a little bit more, but what can I say, I had to go for that. So, so far the winner for best value ice cream is California. And then the last thing the day before is we had to book ourselves a room in the Disneyland Hotel. Each one of these resorts does have their own variation of Disneyland Hotel. The Disneyland Hotel in California is an eye-watering $583 per night. This is for a standard view, standard room. I decided to search all three hotels on the same day to make sure I had a fair snapshot of a price for a similar time of year. So when I looked up, it was $583 for one night in the Disneyland Hotel. It is four stars, it has two themed pools, and it gives you lots of perks, as you can imagine. In Disneyland Paris, I also looked up the Disneyland Hotel. It is a five-star hotel in Paris, and for a standard room with a standard view, it was $528, so pretty close to its California standard. This one has one pool, it's directly above the theme park and of course offers a lot of perks also. Tokyo Disneyland also has a Disneyland hotel, theirs is also four star. They have a standard premium room, which is a standard room, but in Japan they love to use the word premium. It's pretty much the same as you could expect from the other two, so their standard premium room for up to four people is $399. So quite a bit cheaper than the other two. And it seems that you're gonna get the same kind of perks and advantages. So I don't know why that's like that. It's also the closest to Disneyland Park in Tokyo. So the clear winner there is Tokyo for value. Next day, we've enjoyed our luxurious night stay in the Disneyland Hotel in all three respective places. So now we're looking at buying a one-day park ticket so we can get into Magic Kingdom or Disneyland Park, whichever one, depending on the park you are at. So let's have a look at the park price differences. So in Disneyland California, we had one day, one park, and the day I chose happened to be in the tier one price bracket. So we were looking at $104 for the day pass. Of course, this includes fast pass and access to all the shows and parades, etc., etc. Disneyland Paris on the other half was a pretty good deal seen as the day that we chose happened to be in the mini price zone. Now, if you're not sure what I'm talking about with mini, you can go back and check out my episode about how to do Disneyland Paris on a budget and I explain all the different types of tickets. But in a nutshell, mini is kind of off season, off peak dates, and it means the tickets are a lot cheaper. So for this one day to go into Magic Kingdom in Paris, you're going to be paying $70 to go into the park. And like I said, it has fast pass and access to all shows and activities. Disneyland Tokyo, also pretty good deal to spend one day in the Disneyland Magic Kingdom Park over there. You're looking at $76. So the winner for the cheapest park ticket at the moment is Paris. Next up, we're going to talk about the character meals. Grab ourselves some breakfast. 
So in Disneyland California, you can have a breakfast at Disneyland Hotel, which is convenient as that was where in theory we would have been staying at Goofy's Kitchen. So in Goofy's Kitchen, you've got a buffet with all your favorite breakfast foods, including those Mickey waffles, and you can meet Minnie, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, and Chip. This character meal is $39 plus tax and gratuity. So bearing in mind that, it could add that up a little bit. In Disneyland Paris, the only option for a character breakfast at the moment is at the Plaza Gardens. This is again a buffet and it's inside the Disneyland Park. This one allows you to meet Mickey and friends and also the characters from Winnie the Pooh. So if you like Winnie the Pooh, this is a really good choice. They have all types of food, you know, typical continental breakfast. I'm sure they'll have great coffee and croissants as in France, nobody does it better. And here you can expect to pay around $40. Over in Disneyland Tokyo, there is again only one option for a character breakfast and this is Chef Mickey's at the Ambassador Hotel. So you're going to have to swap over hotels briefly, but that's where you would go. But on that note, the breakfast is only open to people staying at the Ambassador's Hotel. So for that reason, you would have to go for lunch or for dinner. So for lunch or for dinner at Chef Mickey's, again, you've got a nice variety of food, Western and Japanese. You get to meet Mickey and friends, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, etc. But because you have to go for lunch and dinner instead of breakfast, the price tag does bump up. And you can expect to pay around $50 for that meal. So the cheapest character meal, it seems, although it's technically cheaper in California, if you add the tax and the tip, it is going to overtake Disneyland Paris because in Paris, you don't have to tip and the tax is already included. So therefore, we've got another tally for Paris. Okay, let's talk about the Disney food criteria for this challenge. In each park, I had to get an iconic Mickey-shaped snack for that park. This was pretty fun because most of the parks had more than one thing, so I got a variety of choices, but I tried to pick the best fitted for the challenge and each park. So for Disneyland California, I had to go for the Mickey beignets, little Mickey Mouse shaped donuts. They are one of the things I am most looking forward to trying when I get my chance to go. So you can get a packet of three Mickey beignets at the Mint Julep Bar in New Orleans Square in Disneyland Park. And they will set you back $4.99, so not too bad. In Disneyland Paris, I decided that Boardwalk Candy Palace on Main Street USA was the best shop to go to. I spoke about this place in the episode where I talk about the best food and snacks at Disneyland Paris. And if you remember, at this place, there is a bakery in the corner. And the great thing is that they have a variety of Mickey Mouse shaped treats, including marshmallows, cookies, etc. So the rough price of one of these things is about $3 and I love the marshmallows, so I went for that. So we're gonna put down the price as $3 for a Mickey Mouse snack in Paris. As for Tokyo Disneyland, absolutely had to be done the Mickey Mouse shaped churro. Churros are iconic in all the Disney parks and the fact that this one is shaped like Mickey Mouse, well, there's just nothing that can beat that, is there really? <laughs> 
So this one again is a really good steal. You can get it at the Parkside Wagon in Disneyland Park and it'll only cost you $3.30. Although it's close, Paris again wins for the cheapest priced Mickey Mouse shaped snack. Next up, a drink that is popular in each park. In California Disney, I had to go for the mint julep. This is a good partner with the Mickey beignet, which is partly why I did it. But also it is one of those things that I cannot wait to try when I get to go. This one is available from the mint julep bar also, which is in New Orleans Square, as I said. It is a mint drink with a lime flavor mixed in. This one's only $4.49, so that's a pretty nice price for such a nice big drink. In Disneyland Paris, it was a bit more difficult to find something, you know, super popular and specific to that park. So I ended up settling on a milkshake at the Victoria's Home Cooking Cafeteria in Main Street, USA. This one I chose because it has a couple of flavors that are more centered to the Europe taste palette, including Nutella and Kinder Bueno. So Nutella, if you don't know, is a chocolate hazelnut spread, which is very popular. And so this flavor in a milkshake, well, it's pretty good. And it's something different if you're not used to that. So we're gonna put that one down as the must have drink. And this one will set you back $11. And just so you know, you can have other flavors and they're really cutely presented. The strawberry one I know comes with two pink marshmallows to look like Minnie Mouse's ears sticking out the top. Then at Tokyo Disney, this one was kind of a hard choice because I had so many cool drinks. It's so cute, everything over there. But I decided to go for the mango tapioca drink, which is bubble tea, as that's very popular over there. It's a nice flavor, interesting texture. This one is available at Squeezer's Tropical Juice Bar in the Disneyland Park, and it will set you back $5. So for the cheapest drink at the moment in this challenge, California gets another tally point. Now let's talk about the table service requirement. This one was kind of interesting for me because all three parks have the exact same restaurant. So you can really see, you know, penny for penny, which one offers the best value because it's the same themed restaurant. So this one is the one that you will find by the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. It is known as Blue Bayou in California and in Tokyo, but in Disneyland it is known as Captain Jack's of course, because of Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. So let's break it down and see what a meal in each of the different countries will get you. So at the Blue Bayou in California, Disney, they didn't seem to offer any set meals. So I kind of looked at the cheapest starter, cheapest main and cheapest dessert, plus a drink to kind of get a, a, wet, a feel of the cheapest available meal option. So the cheapest starter were Hush Puppies. I'm not 100% sure what they are. My husband said they're kind of a potato-y, hash brownie thing with meat and stuff in. <laughs> but yes, you can get those for $12 for a starter. Then the cheapest main course was vegetable pasta, but it was still $30, which is quite a lot for a vegetarian pasta dish, I would say. And then for dessert, the cheapest was $9 and a vanilla bean creme brulee, which does sound pretty good. And then for drinks, I went for Louisiana lemonade, which was at $7.75. So to get a full meal, you know, with 
three courses and a drink, it was looking at around $58.75. But of course, in California and in America in general, they do expect tipping and they probably haven't added the tax on yet. So it's probably gonna bump that up to around 60 something. Over in Disneyland Paris at Captain Jack's, the best value was the Pirate's Treasure Menu, which was 40 99 euros. This one is a starter, a main and a dessert, and you have lots of different options to choose from. I love this restaurant. I've been on a couple of occasions and the food is always fantastic. They have different flavors inspired by the Caribbean. So you can expect things like plantain curry. They had like a rum and caramelized banana style dessert and they have lots of yummy cocktails. So definitely can vouch for this one. So that said, the set menu plus the cheapest drink, which was five euros, came out at around 52 US dollars for everything. So that's pretty good. And then moving over to Tokyo Disneyland, where it's also known as the Blue Bayou, just like in California, but you can get a better deal. So they also have a set menu, the most popular being the Blue Bayou set. This will include a starter, a main and a dessert, plus bread rolls. So again, here you can kind of choose different options from the set menu and can't really tell you 100% what those things are as the menu was only available in Japanese and the translate was a bit iffy, but it does look like it's gonna be high quality and fun themed food as always in Tokyo. So this set menu was around uh, 4,000 yen. And then if you throw in a drink, the cheapest drink was 400 yen. So this ended up being around 44 US dollars for everything. So that's a really good deal, I think. And that is why Tokyo also gets the point out of these three for being the best value at the Pirates of the Caribbean themed restaurant. Souvenirs. So now it's time to grab a souvenir. I know that every park has so much merchandise. They have things that are specific to the park. They have special editions and just so many cool things. So to keep it as a level playing field, I decided to go for the most basic and simple souvenir, a t-shirt. And specifically a t-shirt that has the logo of the resort. So in California Disneyland, of course, I was looking for a t-shirt that said California Disneyland Resort on it. And the cheapest option on the official merchandise page on Shop Disney was $25. In Disneyland Paris, again, I looked on the official merchandise page and they had the 2020 Disneyland Paris t-shirt, which was an electric blue with multicolored design. It had some of the characters and iconic monuments from the park. And that one also set you back $25. In Tokyo, on the other hand, their t-shirt was only $15, but it's a much more simple motif. It's simply a gray t-shirt with a blue Tokyo Disneyland Resort across it. But apparently it's a big, big seller over there. So I guess simple is effective. So the cheapest t-shirt of the three parks the winner is Tokyo. Now let's pop on to popcorn. I can't think of a better way to enjoy a classic Disney park snack than while watching the nighttime entertainment, whether that's Fantasmic or Happily Ever After in Paris. So let's see what you can expect to pay for a packet of popcorn. In California Disney, from the many different popcorn carts, you can expect to pay an average of $5.25 for a pot of popcorn. 
In Disneyland Paris, it's a little bit more, but that's because you are obliged to get the souvenir bucket. It is a plastic bucket with a neck strap, and it has a really cute design wrapped around it of the Disney characters enjoying Paris. I think it's really cute and it's kind of worth it. So that will set you back $10 and you can keep that bucket as a souvenir from the parks. Now in Disneyland Tokyo, they're a bit more extra with their popcorn and they like to experiment with different flavors. These change seasonally and they also change depending on the cart that you visit. It is a very, very big thing over there. So I'm um, just doing a little bit of research online. A few of the flavors I came across currently is at the Popping Pod. They have milk chocolate popcorn. They have a flavor called corn potage at pop a lot i don't know what that is <laughs> and then they also had your typical caramel at toon pop which is a cart in disneyland park a packet of popcorn in tokyo would set you back 400 yen which is around four dollars so again tokyo gets the cheapest award with their four dollar popcorn So to summarize, this challenge was to see which of the three different parks would give you the best value for 10 of the same experiences and or products. And this is kind of how it broke down. I know that there's variation and you know there's personal preference. But this was purely just for the fun of it to see what kind of value you could get for the same kind of thing. So California won on two out of the 10 price points, including cheapest ice cream at a Disney shopping district and the cheapest iconic drink at the park. Paris won on three out of 10 price points, including the cheapest Mickey snack, cheapest character meal and cheapest park ticket for one day, one park. Tokyo won on five out of 10 categories with the cheapest night in the Disneyland hotel, the cheapest t-shirt, cheapest Mickey ears, cheapest table service at Blue Bayou, and also the cheapest popcorn. So that said, I'm gonna add up the total for each of the parks for these top 10 experiences so you can really see how much all of these things will cost you in each of the parks. So to give you the most value for a similar experience, we have Tokyo Disneyland with a total of $609.30. In second place is Disneyland Paris with a total of $759, so $150 more than Tokyo. And then California Disney has the lesser value of all three and that means that you'll be paying $859.42 to have the same kind of experience. So there you go. If you were wondering, I was nerdy enough to work it out for you. As I said, this is just a bit of fun and I know there are lots of differences and reasons to go to one or the other. But this was just purely from a perspective of what would happen if we tried to do the same thing in all three of these parks. And now we have our answer. hope you enjoyed listening to that it definitely was something a bit different but I really fancied a challenge and to see the differences you could expect so hopefully you found it interesting now let's finish with my Disney fact of the day
Did you know that Aurora from Sleeping Beauty is one of the quietest Disney princesses ever? She only is on screen for 18 minutes, and when she does talk, she only has 18 lines in total. Well, I mean, I guess she was kind of cursed to be asleep for most of the film, but still. sums up today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this content. I certainly enjoyed putting it together for you all. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. And as always, if you want to get in touch, if you want to make any suggestions for things you'd like to hear about, you want to give any advice, you want to talk about any trips previous or upcoming or imagineering ideas, you can write into DisneyParkWanderer at gmail.com or you can leave me a voice message on the Anchor app. I would really like to engage more with my audience and let me know what you think and what you'd like to hear. I will be back on Monday. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and until then, stay curious.